Rock the Ripple. Rock the Ripple. The Rock the Ripple Podcast with Narita McInnes. Let's do this. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Rock the Ripple podcast. I'm your host, Narita McInnes. It is so awesome to be with you as always. And today is another very exciting day because I have two very special guests on the show. They are actually two awesome humans who, without even knowing, have been on so many walks with me. They are researchers, truth seekers, creators of incredible webinars, films, events, conferences. They are, of course, the hosts of the amazing Journey to Truth podcast. They are the one and only Tyler Koala and Aaron Kuhn. Tyler and Aaron, welcome to the show. Thank you for having us. And that was a beautiful introduction. Thank you. Well, thank you. Thank you. I've been practicing. (laughs) So good to have you. (laughs) it's so good to have you guys on Uh, so as you guys know having a fabulous podcast at the start we usually say okay for people who haven't met you before maybe give them a bit of a rundown as to a bit about you the podcast what you guys are doing Um, and I also thought as well for the people who do know you that are um, maybe listening to this on YouTube that may not know that you're not there anymore where they can find you as well so a bit of a two-prong thing going on here so Whoever wants to start, take it away. I'll jump in. Uh, just so we'll start We'll start with the YouTube part. So mm-hmm. we were on YouTube for five years, almost five years. And they just recently gave us the X. And, you know, after years, uh, it was, it's been like a systematic, you know, takedown of our channel. Like they've been dismantling it for years and removing videos, giving us strikes and yeah. warnings. Especially over the last... Lot. Especially over the last year, they really ramped up deleting videos yeah. and messing with us. And demonetizing us, you know, Demonetize. which was interesting about the demonetization. So that when they demonetize you, you know, there's no ads on your videos anymore, which is the plus side. And you don't have to sit through the ads. But what they didn't take the ads out of was our documentary. playing the ads. No, the guy, I think playing them on all videos. But yeah, they were, they were putting them interspersed in our Cahokia Mounds documentary, which which we did not monetize. So we shouldn't have had any ads and they had. And then they demonetized us and they still showed up. So it was like, and and the problem with that is it's like, it's like a really like emotionally captivating uh, documentary. Right. So like, it just like cuts, it just sucks the life away. You know, you're watching it and you're getting into it and then boom, ad like mid sentence ad. So, you know, yeah, yeah, fuck them for that. Sorry, pardon my language. <laughs> Wait, but did that? Yeah. so that we luckily, luckily, we've been uploading our everything we do on Rumble as well, always every week. So that for I guess a couple of years now. So we just just we just pulled mm-hmm. over to Rumble, and now we're mainly on Rumble. You know, we took a major hit in subscribers, so we're trying to encourage people to go over to Rumble now and build a new audience there. But we're on Apple Podcast and a bunch of number of uh, number of other audio platforms, but and actually, uh, real quick, so yeah. I did create another YouTube channel, and right now we're just using it as a backup. Um, and I'm I'm what I'm doing is I'm I'm uploading all of our old stuff, or ninety percent of it, onto this new channel that's still called Drainage Youth Podcast, and I'm gonna work my way up to present day, and then. So now it's kind of reversed, whereas we used to use YouTube as the main channel, and then we were also uploading to Rumble. Now we're going to kind of promote Rumble as our main channel, and then I'm also going to be uploading to this new YouTube it, channel. But feel free to subscribe if you'd rather use YouTube or if you just want to subscribe. Uh, if you just search Strange Truth Podcast, it should, it should pop up for you. 
if if you make it to the full library upload because they're already getting strikes we're already getting strikes if i make yeah they already gave me a strike they already they already gave a strike on the new channel bloody hell where are you up to i'll be deleted soon again so we'll see how long it lasts yeah well all you can Um, do is try and just keep mm -hmm. getting people to come over to rumble and yeah still do it (laughs) can't believe you're getting struck the audio the audio podcast is still up is still up and untouched right Hopefully that stays in Rumble Sensor, so we should be good on there. We're also on BitChute, if you use BitChute, mm. and Odyssey as well, which I need to start uploading on there more. Um, yeah, so we're on a lot of different a lot of different platforms other than YouTube. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah. so to answer your original question, how we got started in all this, uh, you know, it's a long story if Aaron and I sit here and each tell our whole story and how we got into this, but... Mm-hmm. Basically, in a nutshell, we both were on our own path, you know, on our own path of awakening. And we ended up at the same place in Colorado. We we ended up both going to a conference in Loveland, Colorado in 2018, August of 2018, called Dimensions of Disclosure. And, you know, I met Aaron there. I didn't really know him. My dad and I were going for a walk. And it's, you know, at these conferences, everybody's family. So even if you don't know someone, they're automatically your friend. And you're like, hey. You want to come? Right. I was like, we were like, hey, you want to go on a walk with us? We don't feel like sitting in for this presentation because it's a lot to sit there all day sometimes. And he's like, sure. So we went on this walk and we both found out that we both lived in the same hometown. And, you know, that was, you know, no coincidence. And then we, uh, yeah. we, Aaron was actually living in another state at the time, but I guess a couple of weeks or months later, we met up in St. Louis for lunch. I was and, living in uh, Kansas at the time, but then I, not that long later, I moved back. To St. Louis, anyway, and but when we first started, yeah, we were. If you see the old episodes, we're on separate screens. That's because we were living in separate locations at first, and then when I moved back to St. Louis, you see we're together, and that's that's why. Mm. Yeah, and then so we met up for lunch while he was in town, and you know we mm. were just like nobodies, uh, you know, on Facebook, whatever. And uh, Aaron had the idea for a podcast, and you know, I was like, sure, why not? Let's try it, not having any expectations at all of anything of it to amount to anything it was just one of those things or honestly in the back of my mind I'm like nobody's gonna really listen anyway but why not let's just do it and i don't know what happened but i i know the universe took the wheel and we somehow it just was like they laid the path out in front of us and it was like there was work involved but it was all effortless at the same time and it was mm-hmm. just like so here so many things were happening that we were clearly doing something right and there was people early on that would say, you know, I have a, I see it. I have a feeling that you guys are going to be big one day. And that's not, and you know, at then it was so hard to even see to the next week, you know, and, right. and it's just amazing. It's turned into so much more. We've been doing podcasts, not we documentaries, webinars, conferences, you know, we're writing books. If I ever finish my book, I don't know, but there's, yeah. a, it's just, it's yeah. a lot. And it's, be, it's become a full-time passion project. And uh, there's nothing else I'd rather be doing. And here we are with you getting to have these amazing conversations. So thank you. Mm, Yeah, it's just phenomenal what you guys have done over this time. Like, really. I mean, how many subscribers did you have on YouTube before that? We were Um, were coming up on 50,000, something close to that. 47 point something K. So a lot for us, at least. (laughs) That's amazing. That's amazing. Um, took us five years to build and then all gone overnight. And I, I have no reason to believe that we wouldn't ha- have had more than that, but 
you know, YouTube's been playing their games with us forever. And at one mm. point it became so clear when they really shadow banned us. Like we had this like steady influx of subscribers all the time. And then like at the beginning of last year, almost, mm. uh, uh, it just like yeah. slowed down. La this past year was our slowest yeah. year. And it was just like, all of a sudden we got shadow banned. Mm. And it was like, they like, just like, this like, whatever on shadow if, band if, or whatever if there was, was a graph if there was a graph at the beginning of 2023 it would have tanked i mean yeah. that's what it right. you know that's kind of what happened with our viewers and subscribers and the and, just went like really slow yeah and that wasn't that year, year and a half. wasn't by accident yeah mm. right and you guys um, yeah guy aaron oh sorry i was just i was just gonna say yeah so youtube like they, they they've been messing with us the whole time to different degrees um we, we would see people would be unsubscribed. Like we'd see like all of a sudden 50 subscribers just go away. And like, that's not a natural, it doesn't work that way, you know? Mm -hmm. So like, and people were telling us they were unsubscribed. Tyler has been unsubscribed like oh. I think at least four times where he had to resubscribe. Yeah. So my uh, I had a friend that I personally saw it was unsubscribed and had to resubscribe. So they were unsubscribing people constantly and they started ramping that up. So like Tyler said, I think we should have had like, I don't know, 10k more subs than we had if they hadn't done that at least. Um, yeah, and they were shadow banning, and they were like view counts. Like the view counts on the front end would would be lower than the actual number that you'd see on the back end. They did that a lot. Um, yeah, so they do all these different, all their different shenanigans. My favorite, my not favorite the only ones. Was... They do this. They do this to many channels. They do. Um, they do. Right. My favorite was watching the view count go in reverse one time. It, it was like, I just, mm -hmm. you know, you happen to catch it and we had like, whatever, the video just dropped and it was like 800 something views. And then all of a sudden it dropped to like 500. And I'm like, and, and just yeah. like somebody's sitting there just like seeing what they can get away with without us noticing, you know? Yeah. That's what it feels, right. felt like. Right. Yeah. It's nuts, isn't it? It's nuts. And I know for me, like, because when you're watching something on YouTube, it's supposed to like, I mean, this will be on YouTube as well, but it's supposed to sort of like come up with those um, if it's following the algorithm. So I watch a lot of Journey to Truth or listen to a lot, it should pop up, but I would I find myself having to search for it to see what's on. Yeah. So that's what I would do. What's on? What am I going to listen to today? Uh, and you guys just have so, I mean, oh my gosh, the amount of interviews and conversations and webinars and just documentaries and everything that you guys have created. Like I'm so humbled when I tune in because there's always something new that I hear or I think, oh, there's a rabbit hole I haven't dived down yet. Or, you know, just like, and also really resonating with how you guys approach things. Like you're the same like I feel the same. It's like, take it or leave it, whatever feels right for you. And you know that the solution uh, involves us um, doing the work within, like it's all that sort of stuff. And uh, yeah, like, I mean, I know you can't pick a favorite, so I'm not even going to ask you to do that because that's not even fair because you've spoken to so many people, but maybe what's a topic that is um, really exciting you at the moment uh, with what, what you've got going on? Personally, for mm -hmm. me, I'm, I'm, I'm into time travel right now. Yeah. Time travel, dimensions, portal technology, um, just the reality that things aren't what we think they are. Like, it's so much more complex than just like this 3D planet in outer space. It's not that. Like, it is like, it's just so much more than that. It's hard to explain. Mm -hmm. So um, we're, we're, Aaron and I are both reading the Sean David Morton Sands of Time series, which is a very uh, interesting 
um, book two, right? yeah, so that's book two. Yeah, I'm almost I'm almost done with book two. I'm getting ready to do book three. But so what it is, if you if you're not familiar with this book series, it, and Sean David Morton, we interviewed him. We did a two part interview with him, and I'm so glad we got it in before his health went down to downhill because he had vocal cord cancer or something and mm. and he had lost the ability to speak and he was wrongfully in prison for four he is, years he and is still alive he is still alive though for the record a lot of yeah. people think he passed away because Kerry cassie unfortunately announced that early and when it was retracted not everyone saw it like to this day i still see people saying he's he's passed and like no wow. he's still alive. Right. <laughs> he didn't so, recover luckily so but it's a really interesting story and i didn't realize the magnitude of his books until i started reading them and what they actually were so in a, in a nutshell, he was friends with somebody in the shadow government. He knew somebody who I don't know what their relationship looked like. And the day of Obama's inauguration, that man passed away. Mm -hmm. And somehow or another, that guy, the Air Force delivered a stack of of diaries to Sean David Morton's door after this man passed away. And it was a meticulous record of his time working for the shadow government. And down to like very specific details and things he probably he could have never shared while he was alive. So Tom, Sean spent however many, however many years basically translating those diaries into science fiction novels. But it's all based on a true story. And all he did was turn it into like turn it into almost like a, an action adventure type of thing and change the names of the people but it's all true historical information. And you could read some of the book reviews about some of the people in the know that like confirmed that what's in the book is like the true history of our country and, and, and the world. And ultimately the true history of time travel. And so that they say in the book, the real secret isn't the UFOs and ETs. The real secret is that we have the ability to time travel and send a man to and from the, to and from the future and to and from the past and literally manipulate things and alter timelines. And this is what, this is the reality of the situation that we're in right now. It's a temporal war. And my dreams had, my recall has been off the charts as far as like all these dreams about time travel and these things that I'm doing and these missions that I'm on and, and reading these books is like activating me simultaneously. And I'm just like, that's all I'm into right now. So that's my personal, like, where I'm at with everything right now. And maybe this is like, like other people figured all this stuff out years ago, but that's kind of where I'm at and I'm exploring that arena right now. So uh, Aaron, I don't know what, what's your favorite topic right now? Hmm. That's a good one. Um, that's probably one of them for sure. Um, man, I don't even know if I have one cause I, I'm just kind of into like everything. <laughs> um, I mean, as you can tell with the show, we kind of have people on from all, all different um, areas of, of what you could call the awakening or disclosure or, or spiritual community. Um, yeah, I, I mean, that's definitely up there for sure. Um, just ETs in general, I guess, just ETs in general and not just ETs, but being, I guess, non-human beings, like not like the term non-human intelligence which I like even better because it encapsulates not just physical ETs, but higher dimensional beings and angels and, you know, everything else as well, because that all is very real. And, uh, you know, that's something, that's a big thing that I really 
you know, I think more people need to be aware of is that it's not just reality is very multi-layered. It's not just this one dimension and that's it. And it's all physical. No, this is like the 3D physical reality is one layer and it's actually a very, one of the lowest densest layers. And then there's all these other dimensions um, that are less dense. And in my opinion, the more, the higher up you go in dimensions, the less time is a thing. Time is a very 3D thing. So that's why a lot of ETs that exist in these higher dimensions, they're basically outside of time and they can like come in out at any point or the ones that are very advanced, they're always traveling through time because their technology is time travel technology and traveling through space. You're basically automatically traveling through time if you're going fast enough or if you're um, advanced enough in your technology. And, uh, and that's basically, I think this sense of time goes into that stuff as well, where it's like um, these advanced DT races, you know, it's not just like they're traveling like we think of traveling, where it's like really, you know, at a certain pace from point A to point B, they're traveling through time, they're traveling, they're bending space time or folding it, they're using uh, wormholes and, and portals and stargates and all that stuff. Um, and they, yeah, like they can travel vast distances to different points in time. Like it's mind boggling to even think about, you know? So it's like, to me, um, you know, it explains a lot because what we experience, what we're experiencing as far as if you understand the spiritual war that's happening, it's also a temporal war because those two things kind of go hand in hand. Um, cause you think about beings that can go into thousands of years into our past or thousands of years, when you think the future, well, there is no one future. There's like, in my opinion, there's um, a whole bunch of different timeline possibilities. And at any point in time, we're on one of those trajectory possibilities, but depending on, depending on our actions and what we do in our state of being, we're changing those trajectories all the time. Um, but I do think there is possible for us to generally be on the right track within a range of like positive timelines, so to speak. And that's kind of what I see what we're on right now. And the dark forces that are, what they're trying to do is they're trying to manipulate us because we're the creators of that. We're the creators of the reality or the, or the um, manifestors of reality. They're trying to manipulate us to, to put the planet on one of their, the negative, you could say timelines to where they stay in control or they further their control. Um, and uh, I don't think, I think there are higher forces than them that are watching over and making sure that doesn't happen. So it's like, okay, you guys aren't going to be, it's not, the plan's not going to be allowed to go into this super um, dystopian slave world that they want. But even though they're overtly talking about it now, because they're, in my opinion, they're desperate. So they, they don't have a choice to, to be subtle anymore. So that's why you see the World Economic Forum and these people like openly just saying their agendas now um, and openly doing things overtly. Um, but I think we're being allowed, we're, they're not going to do everything for us. So, so we're learning our lessons and we're experiencing all this stuff for ourselves so we can take our power back and grow from it and then manifest, be be at a point where we can responsibly now manifest our own world without destroying, basically. Mm, yeah. And we can we can uh, take our power back without 
blowing ourselves up or or manifesting a negative timeline or you know so it's like it's kind of this we got to find that balance of like okay enough of you have to wake up and get to a point where you're going to take your power back and create a reality that serves you, the human race rather than one that's enslaving it which is what we've been what we've been in for thousands of years and now we're just now coming out of that so sorry that was a lot to say but um yeah, I guess <laughs> anything dealing with that topic yeah. is my favorite topic. <laughs> yeah, no, well, I love all of that too. And like for me as well, like this is a time when we're stepping into our power and we are manifestors, we are creators. And if we're consciously creating, that is how we shift consciousness. So that's the work that I do. That's what I love to be able to do. And when more and more of us do that, that's how we rock the ripple. That's how we get onto right. the timelines that we want to be on. So yeah, exactly. I love that. And I just, yeah, I've got, I mean, there's so many things that I just would love to pick your brains about, guys, because it's just, I mean, we can still stay a bit with time travel if you like, and maybe like jump rooms, like explain a jump room to someone. Like, <laughs> I mean, we we can try, but I mean, whatever you want to ask us, if you want me to explain a jump room, I can, I can to my, the best of my ability, but. Well, that is time time travel stuff, yeah. isn't it? And that's portal stuff, and that they're in the the buildings and in the hotels, and uh, yeah. you know, for some people who haven't heard this sort of stuff before, you know, it'll just be far out. But us guys, like you guys, have been talking about it for a long time, and different people that you've chatted to. But yeah, maybe chat on that a bit. Well, I mean, like I said, going back to the Sands of Time books, because if that's true, that the reality of it is that we knew. Humans knew how to time travel since the 40, 30s and 40s. The Germans first, then us. Mm -hmm. and, and the Germans have been way ahead of us, or I don't know what it looks like now, but they were for a long time. And it was like this game of us playing catch up. And so, and what's interesting is that humans didn't naturally develop time travel. They were actually assisted by other people who figured out time travel, who would li like literally come back or forward, whatever it was and give them like leave them hints and equations and stuff like that it's it, otherwise we would have been spending decades and who knows how long to master what they know now so it's like the time travelers helped us develop time travel it's like kind of really it sounds crazy if you're not into this stuff but once you get into it it really makes a lot of sense but uh, so you have to under if if we believe that that we've been that we've mastered it let's just say by the 1990s we perfected time travel and probably have developed more advanced ways since then a jump room wouldn't be so out of the realm of possibility because they were talking about handheld devices this is a wand like an organite wand by the way like a handheld device or something as small as like a pager or a watch that you can literally just like you see in star trek you touch it and you you jump to another time and place and location well that's one device. Why can't a whole room? Why can't you just walk into a room and have the room just shift into another reality, right? And I think that there's natural, so there's natural portals and then there's man-made portals. And some of the things that were occurring in these early time travel experiments is that they were actually tearing the fabric of space and time. They're tearing the fabric of reality and creating soft spots like weak points where like dimensional portals where entities could come through and every time they would have a failed experiment or a successful one they were creating a new tear and eventually you have so many holes in this reality and it, it's like this this whole cesspool of all of these different ets coming and going and like we don't know what to do about it 
And that's where like some of these, like, I think it's, it's not just black and white. Like people think it is like, and, and ultimately who knows if even one single person or group is in charge at this point, I think like there's a lot of different agendas all competing, but if they were able to harness that technology and into a single location, whatever that technology would look like inside that room would be some sort of a Faraday cage. I would imagine with whatever vaporized mercury and coils, whatever they use and, you know, to create their time travel device, you walk into that room and you don't even understand it. And it's already programmed to a time and location and a place, uh, well, location and place, but it's already programmed to a specific area. So you walk in there and now you're on Mars or whatever it is. And if you look at everything in dimensions and frequency, like let's just say Mars is existing at a specific frequency and Earth is existing at a specific frequency. It's just like tuning the radio dial if you know the right station you can tune into it well all of a sudden mars isn't light years away it's right next door whenever you know how to shift into that frequency you walk into that jump room and you're in the mars frequency you open the door up and and you're there it's kind of it's 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 confusing but it's also really simple and they're not actually traveling these great distances they're shifting frequencies Mm. and there might be a, I might not be explaining it. I'm not an expert. Like, I don't know if I'm explaining it properly, but in a nutshell, that's what, that's what's happening with these jump rooms. It's like, the, it's not like you're, you're in this room and you're like going through this, like filament all the way from here to Mars, like the whole way. Maybe you are, but maybe in an instant, I don't know what it looks like. Um, I think there's natural alignments and portals that open up sometimes naturally Uh, In that book, they talked about 2012, specifically, they were worried about like these diaries are from the 60s and 70s and 80s. And they were worried about 2012 then. And what they saw in the book was that it was a galactic alignment, which which was going to allow a certain portal portals to open. And they were literally fearing a reptilian invasion, like not an invasion where they're going to come in and shoot us all, but like an invasion into our society. And the, mm. in the books, at least that's what they were talking about. If that was actually the case, who knows? But they, and they were explaining it, that it's like a specific, like those groups, they're like, well, why don't they just come now? Why did they wait till 2012? It's like, you know, there's a certain galactic alignment that has to occur on December 21st, 2012, that allows this whole other part of the universe galaxy to get here. And so it's a really interesting take on that. Like, so some of these wormholes and portals aren't always open and they're like, there's certain alignments that have to occur. And I think that's why the elite have certain like false flag events and major, major events on certain dates that are astrologically aligned, because who knows what sort of portals are open on those specific times. Like the Maui fire, the direct energy weapon fire on Maui, that was actually the Syrian portal the window of the Syrian portal where Sirius is the highest in the sky. And Max Spears used to talk about Max how, the, yeah, yeah he used to talk about how the elites would take advantage of like things like those Syrian portals to bring, do their rituals and bring in negative entities. And mm-hmm. so, I mean, it's, it's so much, it's more complex than anyone can ever imagine. It's, it's so multi-layered, but, isn't it guys? Like it's just, there's so many layers and I know, um, 
I've uh, talked a lot with uh, Rachel Vaughan. She's a uh, SRA survivor, but also a psychic medium and learning from her in her um, psychic development course, being able to see portals. So the portals on the ley lines, the natural portals that come like our meridian points of um, our mother earth, so to speak. So you've got Mm -hmm. that as well. And they can be like, you know, you can use a tool for uh, good or evil. So those things can be used for um, that as well. So exactly to your point that you were saying, Tyler. And what about you, Aaron? What have you found with that as well? Yeah, I, I mean, that's spot on. I mean, it's, um, I mean, it's very true that uh, there's a lot more going on <laughs> than, you know, meets the eye and that uh, that includes the nature of reality itself. And when um, these ETs or different beings or these higher technologies, um, it's, you know, anything super advanced seems like magic to us because we don't understand it, but it's just a higher technology. And people think of technology as being um, things that are inorganic, like computers and um, things like that, but it's actually our own bodies are technology and people don't talk about that all the time. Like our DNA and our own bodies and our consciousness is the, the most powerful technology. And that's um why the the ets that are more advanced their crafts what do they do they operate it using their consciousness right with thought they they, they're navigating with thought that's why they don't have all these you know people go in the craft they're like there's no instruments here it's just yeah because they're not navigating that way like you see in star trek like yeah that's advanced but that's not that's like a low level like they're navigating with their own thought and the and the their own dna is in the craft it's a living being that they're telepathically communicating with and connected to. Uh, and, you know, that's the most advanced technology is when you get to that level and and your own, you know, being on a soul level, really, ultimately, because DNA, even DNA is just a receiver. It's not um, the thing itself. It's, it's a uh, fractal antenna. D- that's what DNA is. It's a fractal antenna picking up uh, frequencies and energy. And then it's so... So when you change DNA, it's changing the antenna, it's changing what's picking up, but it, but it's not the thing itself. It's still just an antenna. Uh, anyways, um, yeah, so there's different different uh, contactees and channelers and different people that have talked about the fact that um, everywhere in space-time, because space-time is one thing. It's not two separate things. We think of space and time as being two. No, it's all one thing, space-time. And every point in space-time. Space-time time continuum. Right. That's why it's called the space-time continuum. Right. And every single different point in space-time has a different frequency. And if you can, and uh, so what what ETs, the higher level ETs will do is they're able to lock into, they they can lock into a specific frequency that relates to a specific point in space-time and then immediately jump there instantly. And this is what, I, I know I've heard Bashar like channel this, whether you believe him or not. I've heard him channel that has come through where he said we lock into a specific frequency in space time and then in a, in a time in a place and then we're able to instantly go travel there that's how we travel <laughs> and that's like mind-blowing for us to think about because it's like wait what how does that work well again it seems like magic to us because it's a, it's a very the high you know advanced level that they're operating and- from but um that's that's how it works 
Well, these and these are great points to make uh, for the people who think that we can't leave the planet, like we're stuck here under this dome and the firmament and all the stuff. Well, if you're talking about frequencies here, like there's no physical, there's no physical action that you're you're not leaving the planet in a rocket ship. Like that's the dog and pony show. Mm. Like there, these craft, these tech, like like I like to look at the Earth, the the atmosphere, as like her aura, right? And like, if you're in harmony with the planet and you're, you have an organic craft and you're a higher dimensional being, you're a frequency match to the flow of the universe, to the energetic flow of everything that is natural. And you can like come and go as you please. Like there's no resistance. There's no, invis there's no firmament that's going to stop you from traveling because it's all by thought, you know, and, and from your heart. Right. Now these like lower dimensional, very dense beings like us who don't understand all of that. They're going to, you know, mm -hmm. build these rockets and, you know, hit, oh, we can't get through or you something. You're just going trapped in a, yeah, in a dome and that's yeah. it. It's like I mean, and then, well, that, and that literally is the manifestation of the lower level of the limitations of right. the lower level consciousness. So it's right. that, that wall, that firmament is created by the limiting beliefs that we've been programmed with. Mm. So, right. and think about the psyop that flat earth is like of course they want to perpetuate that idea thinking we're stuck in a snow globe and we're trapped and it's and it's just just us and that's it you know mm. we're just trapped in a snow globe and um we like there's nothing we can do unless we ascend our way out but like people don't realize when like you're you're when you die like i don't believe that there's like oh so we're stuck in the reincarnation trap or um until you pay off your karma you're stuck here just reliving you know it's like like in my opinion like you consciously chose to come here like when you die you you have a much greater perspective than you do unless you're very tapped in you know than you do when you're incarnated and then you're you're like oh i'm gonna incarnate on three-dimensional earth um even though it's gonna be i'm gonna be like kind of cut off from uh, a lot but because of that it's going to be a blessing in disguise because i'm able to learn a lot of lessons and have a lot of growth and experiences that i couldn't have on the fifth dimension or in these mm -hmm. higher places that aren't like that right and in my opinion we chose to come here and um that's it's not like oh we're we're stuck here in the snow globe like a lot of flat earthers you know, seem to think it's like, of course, they, of course, the cabal and the dark forces want us to believe that, of course, they want us to believe that um, we don't have any power, that um, we have to have some external savior come and save us. It's like, no, we are that, like, it's yeah. all within you. And that's what we have to wake up to. And then it's game over. Enough of us wake up to that it's game over. And that's what they're terrified of. And that's why they push so hard to keep us asleep. To keep us from ever believing that get us caught up in all these things giving our power away to everything outside of us because then we never now we're always manifesting some other reality that keeps us powerless mm. yeah so when we take our power back now we're the conscious creator now no one has power over us because we've taken our power back you know yeah so that's mm -hmm. what that's what it comes down to in the end yeah i'm into that i'm into that and that's the thing like you know we live in a infinite like it's infinite. So there's got to be infinite timelines, infinite realities, infinite everything. So, and it is all frequency. So, you know, when you guys were talking about time travel, even though like, I mean, I'd, 
I don't get it, but at the same time, I do get it because to me, it's just tuning in. You're just tuning into that frequency. It's, but it starts within. If you want to have a better way of life, you you do that yourself. If you want to see humanity thrive, you've got to do that work yourself. If you don't do that, that's like ask, like looking in the mirror. I say this all the time, but it's like looking in the mirror and waiting for the reflection to put its hand up first. It doesn't work like that. We have to do right. that. We have to trying to make yourself smile in the mirror without you smiling. Yeah. It's like, yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. Never gonna like, happen. Uh, I'm trying to make it smile. It's like <laughs> no, it's not works. <laughs> that's right. it. Yeah. I mean, and that's the thing. To me, it's exciting. Like we did choose to come here at this time. We're here at a bloody exciting time to be on the planet. And it like everything's being shaken up. And when more of us, like you said, Aaron and Tyler, is just like when we step into our power and we remember how freaking powerful we are, like you said, it's game over. Uh, but mm-hmm. while we're at it, the game is still being played and everyone's at different parts of their own timeline. And then it's the collective timeline as well, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, yeah, exactly. absolutely. Yeah. Well said. Mm, yeah. And that yeah. being that being said, that doesn't mean, because now... I have to always mention there's the other extreme of the spectrum where the, the, a lot of the spiritual community uh, tends to get caught in the trap of um, spiritual bypassing where they don't yes. want to look at any of this negative stuff. They don't even want to look at it or talk about it or, or believe it exists because now I'm, cre- oh, I think that I'm going to create it or uh, feed it. And it's like, no, because now when you're in that state, that means you're, that means you are already in fear. Because now you're you're saying what you're saying is I'm afraid of something being true, or of me. I'm afraid of being afraid. <laughs> you know, I'm afraid of negative. And now you're in resistance. And now you're actually feeding it. Mm. And and you're also not taking responsibility because you're trying to you're trying to bypass the real work, or you're trying to bypass an already manifested reality that's maybe very negative, but that doesn't mean it's not real and it's not manifested and it's something mm-hmm. you need to acknowledge. You know? So there, there is, that's the other trap. So there's the trap of like getting too caught in the fear and only focused on the negative. Now you're feeding it and being in resistance to it, not acknowledging it, trying to pretend it doesn't exist, thinking you can just wish it away and that you're actually feeding it then too. You absolutely <laughs> and, are. Uh, and you're being, you're delusional at that point too. Yeah. And what, What's interesting is uh, you might have you might have seen the interview. We interviewed a girl named Katie Weiss. She's a channeler who channels this group called the Chorus. Did you see that interview? Yeah, that was pretty recently, wasn't it? Yeah. 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 So anyway, you know, we didn't talk about this on the episode, but one of the things she keeps that keeps coming through for her is like we like a lot of what the star seeds or light workers they they're misinterpreting ascension like we're gonna just ascend mm-hmm. out of the physical body but like the fifth dimension as far as what's coming through for her is just another it's we still have physical bodies we still it's just we actually are going to be we're going to be able to experience more of the physical reality we're not going to be stuck in the three-dimensional part the 3d part of it but we're going to be in the like to, to experience a, a physical reality through the fifth dimension. And we're, and like, whenever you hear people like Daryl James or other people in the secret space program, like they had to put him in a density chamber before he can go to space because all the beings and places he was, were, were going to deal with and go were fifth dimensional. They told him fifth density. Mm. So 
he when when you're when you're there it's still physical body there's still craft there's still all this stuff it's just you're in the fifth dimension now and you're able to do so much more it's a lot a lot less limiting so like a lot of people think that we're just gonna send away and like float away i really think that i really think there's something to it i think we don't lose the physical body it just changes form and we're able to do more tap into more of our potential like more the jedi superhuman abilities that that we're all capable of and we're going to be able to ha like and like the sixth sense you know and and speak to telepathically and communicate with nature and trees and animals and do things and travel through space and time but we're still going to have like this physical reality that we still have to then there's going to be an ascension out of that like it's just it's just all these steps until you ultimately back to where you you started and whatever that looks like we don't really know we can only speculate but uh, i definitely think that I don't think that we just like ascend away and float away and just have like these light bodies. Maybe that's, like everyone's well, on their own personal path and everyone mm -hmm. has different uh, experiences and different journeys, but well, it might be like, well, that. that's called dying. That's called, well, dying doesn't actually exist, but like leaving your physical body, that's what that is. But right. if you came by in the first place for this shift, why would it, it doesn't make any sense. It's like, well, then everyone would just leave their physical bodies and experience that somewhere in some other realm. Right. But we came here to experience a shift in the physical body, like you just said, mm. and that doesn't mean it like, but what's going to happen is, yes, the planet is raising its frequency. And if you're on the planet, you're going to have to be spe frequency specific to stay on the planet, which means you're going to have to either raise with it or you're going to have to go somewhere else because that's that's a law of the universe. Like you can't be at if you're not at the frequency that the planet's at, you physically can't exist on the planet. <laughs> That's just how it works. Or, so, or it'll be uncomfortable uh, for you. Or, yeah. You know. Well, you, yeah. At a certain point, it'll be very uncomfortable until you would just, you would die. And then your spirit would go somewhere else. Um, but yeah, like it's, it's going to be maybe a less dense physical reality, but that doesn't mean it's not going to be physical. It's still going to be physical, but we're going to be able to consciously create much easier, much quicker, than we currently then i mean it's already happening it's not something that's in the future it's like it's already it's happening now right um and we're gonna it's just gonna keep you know keep going but um yeah we're gonna end up we're gonna all become telepathic at a certain point some of us already are we're gonna tap be, have all our psychic abilities turned on we're gonna be able to feel each other's feelings there's not you're not gonna be able to lie <laughs> at a certain level you can't lie because there is no more veil of like apparent disconnection like we've been living in where you can get away with lying to somebody mm. our leaders um, can get away with lying to us and manipulating us because we don't we can't just readily be like nope that's not true you know yeah um and well, you... uh, things like that or war would like why would you go to war and kill other people if you can feel their feelings and know on that deep level you're connected to those other beings like you're not going to do it and they're not going to do it right. to you so there goes war there goes violence there goes poverty like that solves you we solve the problems ourselves when we when we wake up and realize we're all one that um we become more heart-centered beings and the planet is moving to those frequencies so it's just it's going to happen so what the dark is trying to do they know their time's up but they're somehow trying to like create a different timeline where the planet stays in this lower frequency and that's where there's different opinions on what you know there's there's people that talk about there's going to be a split like Dolores Cannon talked about that, where there is going to be a 3D Earth that stays 
And that is like the negative timeline that plays out. And the people that are at that level, some they're gonna, a lot of them are gonna experience that. Um, but eventually they'll get, you know, to those higher levels. But then there's gonna be the 5D or whatever you want to call it, the the new earth that is um that those of us that are at that place are, are ready for that, are going to experience that. Mm. Um, and however that plays out, I don't know. It doesn't really matter. All that matters is that um, we're going to experience what we need to experience at the end of the day. And it doesn't, right. you can argue over what details it's going to, how it's going to play out. So you're blue in the face. It doesn't really yeah. matter all that. Uh, like scientifically, you can prove that the earth is ascending and raising its frequency. Um, it is it's happening it's just how it plays out and how things are going to look in the coming years I don't know exactly right. all I know is it's, it's probably going to get more chaotic for a little bit here before it and starts it's going to be specific it. it's going to be yeah. specific to the individual and where they're at I mean right. that's just and it's also specific to the individual right yeah. and yeah yeah and Dolores Cannon does she she's always talked about that split hasn't she and like I mean to, mm. for you guys like I mean, it's just crazy and exciting and nuts to think about what this next 20 years might look like. And, you know, we're here for it, you know, if we're lucky, you know, we'll keep um, being part of it and part of the show. Like, do you feel like we will see a lot of what we're, like you guys have been talking about and what we know so far, um, like in our lifetimes? I I think we'll start to see it slowly, slowly and gradually. It's going to be here before we know it just mm. it's going to be like the electric car like all of a sudden it's here there's dealerships there's charging stations and, and you know all, all they're making out it's just going to be part of our reality it's almost like mm -hmm. when enough people it's like the the hundredth monkey effect or the, the collective consciousness when enough people start mm -hmm. to understand that this stuff is real it's going to find ways to manifest into our reality and it's going to manifest in ways that make sense for us to logically understand it's not just going to like appear or maybe it, or maybe some of these things are appearing and like there's th that's interesting now because I think that right now I see all over social media, all these ancient structures and these crazy sites all over the world that like, I'm like, how did I never see a picture of this? How did we never learn about like, how is this all new? And, I, and I'm I'm thinking, I'm like, I wonder if some of this stuff is like, if we're shifting a frequency and some of this stuff is just now becoming visible again. <clears throat> but we don't it's we're not seeing it pop up in like just pop up out of nowhere mm -hmm. all of a sudden like there's there's books written on it and there's pictures of it it's like, always existed yeah it's like yeah. it's always existed like, and that's I what the mandela think, is right Right, but i kind of think that's what the whole disclosure and everything is going to look like it we're just going to all of a sudden be in a world where it's always existed and mm -hmm. we're just going to somehow understand it and it's going to be a part of our reality I don't, I definitely don't foresee some like disclosure event where we're just told everything. Now I have no, no idea how it's going to play out. And there might be some smaller events that, that like, like kind of unlock a little more collectively. And it's like an aha moment for a lot of people. Like they might introduce like ETs to us one day on TV or something, maybe. And that would be huge. Right. But, but it's not going to be the ultimate disclosure because what is disclosure? That's a never ending conversation. 
Mm. And that, you know, and, and that it can be argued it's, you know, disclosing all the hidden corrupt information the government's been keeping secret for decades, or it can be, you know, understanding the human body and the true potential of what we're capable of, or understanding the true universe and our true history and everything that we've, you know, all the 6,000 years worth of lies and manipulation, it, you know, however you it's want to look at it. Yeah. It's, it's all really all of the above. Yeah. It's all connected. But, but I yeah. think when people like, like surface level, when you think of like disclosure, ultimately, like when I got into this, my idea of disclosure was like some sort of government release, you know, and I was like, yeah. I was like, yeah, they're going to tell us they're going to release it and we're all going to be free and we're going to have med beds and we're going to be. And they're just all know, the ones going to release the technology <laughs> like that's a thing yeah. that's going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. going to come out. The technology's going to come out. It's not going to come out in that way where it's all released all at the same time. Mm. It's going to come out, I think slowly but not slowly because some people think it's going to take hundreds and hundreds of, i don't think it's going to take that long mm. um i think the cabal wants it to you know and they want to steer us on their timeline but not going to happen you know um it's i think gonna, we'll see a come out in the way that serves humanity best i think and the and the benevolent right. that are here helping know they know that they're able to see into the future for one they're able to know because they've probably experienced this in other lifetimes or with other planets themselves. And they know how to roll things out to where we're not going to destroy ourselves, but the control system's not going to, it's going to go away mm. and we're going to be able to um, I, take our power back. I think we're going to see a significant shift, a, a significant difference visibly mm. on this planet in 10 years, mm. as opposed to, like if you go to 1990 and compare it to 2020, like there's honestly not that much of a difference. I think we're, I don't think it's going to be another 30 year run like that. I think this next 10 years is going to be like, in, like exponentially different. And we're going to see so many shifts that are rapidly because the Ascension is happening. Like it's, it's happening, you know, yeah. and you can't like, it's, mm -hmm. it, the first thing that comes to my mind is that Oprah Winfrey picture that everyone's sharing around right now. And like they're comparing an older <laughs> picture, like a younger picture of her and a new one now. And it's like she posted it for some new ad or something. And all the comments, thousands of comments are people are like, like, uh, oh, you you pedophile or, you know, this is a clone. That's not her. Blah, blah, blah. It doesn't like, look like happened, her at all. What happened to the children yeah. in Maui? Like all of these things, like all these comments are, are there none of them, mm -hmm. hardly any of them are like, oh, thank you, Oprah. We love you. Like, yeah. it's like, no, well, people see through it. So we're, why do you think like, YouTube got rid yeah. of YouTube got rid of the dislike button solely because they were getting so many thumbs down on their propaganda videos that yeah it was it would literally be like 80 percent thumbs down and like and then like 80 percent negative or more negative comments and they People made it like, legal to delete comments you know they they delete yeah. so many comments <laughs> so, and then we get blamed for it like why are you deleting you my comments? literally like, changed their whole system yeah. so that it wouldn't appear like reality of what people mm -hmm. actually think they want people to be psychologically manipulated well if people are seeing that the ones that are still asleep are going to are going to start waking up really fast so they had to like squash that and that's why they're deleting channels like our channel like <laughs> they just deleted where, where was yeah, i getting the truth out, they got to like what was i saying where was i going with with that right before we uh yeah. sorry the oprah winfrey uh, the uh, people were saying people are saying it for what it is now like they're people are waking uh, up they're, now. they're saying oh, yeah the that's truth. what they're i was saying so, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So what, what I find interesting is ultimately 
where I was going with this is that we can we can look at all this secrecy and suppression as a major blessing in disguise because if let's just say like go back to Atlantis and it was like this very advanced civilization right they had all this technology but they were spiritually not as advanced you know maybe they appeared more advanced but they were in the ego driven society there's a whole mm. narrative there whatever mm. if we had all that technology released to us as we as we you know evolved and they never were hiding it from day one we would have never gone on this healing journey if we had mm. med beds the whole time if we had all the technology to do everything for us it would have been a literal repeat of atlantis like we would have all been so in our egos no one's forced to go within when everything's handed to you you're not going to learn any lessons on why you have body pains and and past life traumas whenever you have a med bed free access to a med bed every single day of your life you know you're just going to hop in it and you're not going to strive to be better and go deep within and figure out who you are so i think ultimately like it's been like it's like it's like a pain like i have back pain and that mm -hmm. back pain has been my biggest motivation to heal it's mm -hmm. like that it's like this suppression has been our biggest motivation to go on the healing journey and the awakening journey and ultimately it served its purpose. I think maybe it was always supposed to happen like this. Instead of being upset about all the secrecy and demanding the truth, like we can look at it completely through a different lens now and see it as like our greatest teacher. And like, like we would not be here where we are going through this collective awakening if it hadn't been for everything happening exactly the way it happened, exactly the way it was supposed to. Mm, yeah so true that is so true that's the thing it's like our big hero's journey collectively but also individually and we're just that is and so when all of this stuff becomes freely available we have that depth of wisdom and knowledge like we've you know we've done the journey <laughs> we've done the journey to truth and now mm -hmm. we know ourselves and then so when we, we we won't take advantage and be stuck in like you said the ego place and just, I mean, I mean, and think about just the possibilities from that place, like from that place. It's just freaking awesome, isn't it? Mm -hmm. mm. Yeah, it, you know, it's all awesome. It's a matter of perspective. You can yeah. you can look at the world and see what the mainstream media wants you to see, or you can look at the world and see what you want to see and create that future. And there's mm -hmm. a big difference, you know, try to create a life that doesn't look like what they show you on the Internet or on the news, you know. Uh, because when you walk outside, it doesn't look like that. Mm. Not every, I mean, obviously parts of the world are going through a lot of shit right now and I'm not trying to discredit, you know, and, and, and take away that, take away that from anyone, but mm. you know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. I walk out my front door right now. It's sunny. I have beautiful neighbors. I have, there's pets and everybody gets along and you know, the kids are playing and whatever. And then you turn on the TV and it's like, Oh my God, we're dying. This is the end of the world. But it's, it's like such a contrast. Mm. And, it, and if like, literally if the media goes away, like if somebody just had a switch and everyone's disappeared, everyone's TV just disappeared and device just disappeared off this planet, it would be over. Yeah. They, they it would be over like they, the game over they mm -hmm. can't push any fake propaganda anymore and nobody would have anything to worry about they wouldn't be told who to be mad at you know there would there would be nothing to fear because you're just living collectively with the people among you and i think that's like kind of what the future is going to look like you know there's not going to be you know watch star trek and and all this stuff they're not watching tv and on, you know on their cell phones and stuff like it's a completely different type of civilization 
Mm, totally, totally. And when you were talking, for some reason, I was just imagining like walking out and then like Star Wars characters, like having Jar Jar Binks walking down the street, just hey, Hayden, like just like, right. all these kind yeah. of things. Like that's probably where we're heading. <laughs> that is where we're. That is where we're. All right. Absolutely. Well, my, actually, there's already ETs here, by the way, living yeah. amongst us and in ships and, you know, cloaked in the sky and inside the planet and Earth. And that's a whole different topic. And yeah. they've been here way longer than we even have, actually, or many of them have. That's one um, of the ones on like, my list, Hollow Earth. Like, I'll ask the guys about that yeah. too. <laughs> that goes back to Lance oh. Lemurian times. Um, yeah. Those, a lot of those beings. Um, and, yeah, so so people don't understand, like, people think that, like, all that exists on the planet is us on the surface. Well, there's there's also a lot more advanced beings inside the planet, and they're not going to allow the planet to be destroyed either. Um, and then we have our benevolent star family that are, in my opinion, connected to us and helping us because it's also helping them as well. And um, I think this point in time on this planet is a very, very important time. And that's the shift is happening. And it's kind of like now or never where planets either going to be taken over by the dark or it's going to ascend. And um, we're going to, humanity is going to blossom into what we were always meant to be. Mm -hmm. And that's yeah. what I think is happening. I think not like, like a certain letter of the alphabet says nothing can stop what's coming. Um, which we're about to do a webinar really soon. <laughs> which, <laughs> on, for the record, do not do not say that letter on your channel because I think that's ultimately what might have done. That's it what got us. us. Yeah, I was yeah. when I, I listened and, to your live after that happened. I was like, oh, yeah. I have reason that. to believe because, and here's why I came to that conclusion: because we just did our our poll and we mm. we let the audience decide on which webinar we, they wanted us to cover. Yeah. Well, that one, 17, it, it won the poll mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. boom, our channel got taken down. So right, we're, yeah. researching, we're researching for this webinar. And I remembered in 2020, whenever the big purge happened, all yeah. of our social media accounts and everything that got attacked is because we covered that a lot back then. Mm -hmm. We covered that mm -hmm. a lot. I'm like, oh, here we are election year. We're talking about this letter again. But then what was interesting is I tried to go on Facebook to research it. And I typed it into the search bar on, on Facebook and it came up with zero results. And it said, no, there are no results because this is a harmful conspiracy theory, blah, 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 blah. Like it was completely scrubbed. And so if Facebook's calling yeah. it a harmful conspiracy theory, that's the reason that was the explanation we got for the channel being mm -hmm. taken down because we promote harmful conspiracy. It said we had repeatedly posted harmful content that went against their guidelines or something along those lines. Yeah. I mean, and the thing um, is I've listened to so many of your shows and everything like the way that you approach every interview, like it's just, it's so open-minded and, you know, you just allow people to allow it to be what it is. And I think that that's so important and that's how it should be. Like information is there for people to decide if it resonates or not. Um, so, you know, just to have yeah. these things taken down, I remember seeing the poll and I was like, I had this feeling, this intu intuitive feeling, like, I hope that doesn't do anything. And then next minute, like, yeah. So it's interesting that that happened, you know? Yep. It, it, but it's been a, it's been a kind of a blessing in, dis in disguise and we'll take it. And, you know, we have yeah. to rebuild a new audience, but, but I would, it's just kind of forcing us to go bigger and better and that's yeah. what we're doing. So. 
Yeah. And uh, going back mm-hmm. to your hollow earth topic. Yeah, you know, yeah. It's always Let's do of, it. Come on. <laughs> it's always one of our favorites. And we did our whole, That's you know, the whole favorite. two two part webinar on that. It started with the deep underground military bases. And then second part was hollow earth. If anybody hasn't seen that, mm-hmm. they're both on our Patreon and our Rumble channel. But um, it's one of the most fascinating topics. And it was one that I learned about even before my awakening. I remember in 2011 reading on i used to go to that website before it's news and i remember reading finding Admiral bird's mm-hmm. missing diary where he talked about flying into the hole at, at the north pole and encountering the civilization of advanced beings that spoke a german dialect and all this stuff it was this amazing story and i remember i read it and i read it again i was so blown away and something felt so right about it to me i'm like i, I don't even understand it and I remember I got super excited and I showed my sister. I'm like, you got to read this, you know, I went, and then, you know, I was, that was my party life. And, you know, I go back right into the, that whole world again. I didn't like, it was not like I pursued it, mm-hmm. but I was introduced to it at a young age and, and it's always been there. So now that we, we did the show, we have the podcast and we're doing these webinars. Like it's something like we have to dive into this and like kind of spell, spell it out for people. And that's what we did. I mean, we went through every, we, I mean, we covered it from all angles, you know, and there's a lot we left out because there's just so much information about it. But ultimately is that there are civilizations that live within this planet. This planet is actually hollow and it's nothing at all. What we've been taught it is this universe is nothing at all that we've been taught it is. And if people have like, if we were taught to, if we had a real true organic understanding of the way things worked and the toroidal energy fields and how everything you know is all frequency i think it would make a lot more sense so that's why it's hard for people to grasp the concept of hollow earth because you know it's such a it's such an open-minded concept and you know it's easy to believe like oh yeah there's people that live in caves but to think about an entirely different other side of the inside of the planet that has continents and oceans and mountains and civilizations and cities and networks of tunnels you know it's like okay like get out of here for real like how do you know this but then you have to start connecting the dots because you're not going to learn about this in a textbook right Mm. so we listen to all these interviews and all these whistleblowers and you have to read the books and the people that come forward and have these stories and channelers and and even like even military people talking about some of this stuff and and it starts to paint this picture that you can't ignore and when you start putting all the pieces together you have the picture you know Mm. maybe it's still missing some pieces but um you know, ultimately there are advanced civilizations of beings living inside this planet. Now it's arguably another dimension or another frequency. And, you know, they can't come to the surface because it's too dense up here for them. And that's a whole other conversation, but it it is absolutely fascinating. And it's something that I think if anybody goes down that rabbit hole, like they'll be down there for a while because there's a lot to explore. Yeah. Yeah. Tyler, you've you've been, you contacted one of them that showed up in your in your basement. <laughs> I I uh, did. I did. I'm sure. Have you heard that story? Yeah, but feel free yeah. to, I know it's a big story, but yeah, put it in a nutshell because I know it's really cool. You've had some crazy experiences that are really awesome. So go for it. Uh, well, back in 2018, 2017. Yeah, I that's when I started really taking like uh, Cosmic Disclosure came out and they were talking about inner earth and these beings down there that like were communicating with people on the surface and some of them were even being guides to us and 
all you had to do to communicate with them was meditate and just imagine like this etheric cord coming from your third eye and connecting to one of them and their chairs down there or something. You know, I had such a visual in my head. I'm like, they make it sound so easy. You know, I even quit eating meat. I did everything. I was doing all of it. And I was just really for the first time in my life, taking something extremely seriously as far as communicating with something beyond, you know, and I would sit there and meditate every night and nothing would happen. But I just felt so strongly just to keep trying and keep trying. So I just did. I would sit there and, and, you know, send out the invite and whatever, nothing happened. I didn't even know what I was doing. I thought it was crazy. And until one <laughs> night it happened until one night I, I, I was outside actually on my back deck and I was doing it. And again, nothing happened. I came downstairs, went to bed and I woke up to a text message from an unknown number that said, are you ready to meet us? And I knew something inside me knew that it was them, but I didn't know because it was an unknown number, you know, but something new. And I didn't even question like, who is this? I said, I said, of course. And they said, come to your back door. And I, I slept in my basement at the time. So I walked out of, I had a walkout basement and I go to the back door and I open it and nobody's out there. And I'm standing there at the door looking around, nothing. And I don't know, maybe a minute. I don't know how long I was. I was just like thinking, man, somebody's pranking me. Something's going on here. I don't know. I don't know. My friend, you know, somebody got me, you know, I'm, I'm thinking, yeah. of course they wouldn't text me. How silly, like how stupid Tyler, come on. <laughs> and I closed the door and I turn around and I'm something is standing there and it scares the shit out of me, but not because she was scary, but in the middle of the night, if there's somebody that just is just suddenly standing in your room, in your home, like you're going to be startled. I don't care who you are, Yeah. but it, right. it wasn't. And I was literally frozen in fear. Like I wasn't scared of her, but I was frozen and I couldn't move once I saw her. And what I saw was this beautiful, tall blonde woman in a white robe with like this blue undergarment with this like gold pendant around her neck. And, and I could only see the top three quarters of her body, like her feet, like weren't fully phased in yet. She was transparent. She was like here, but not here. He wasn't fully faced yeah. in yeah yeah and i'm i'm standing there frozen like i can't move like i was i was in hindsight looking back i think what they have to do is shift the frequency of the room because the density here won't doesn't work for them mm. so they have to somehow alter the frequency in the in the room so they can even phase in to what she did mm -hmm. to even be as physical right. as she appeared so I think that's what was going on. And I think that frequency just had me like stuck because I, I didn't know how to handle the high frequency. Maybe that's why they had you go outside first. Yeah. And I just thought, and then maybe. come back. Because maybe something would have it won't, not worked out if you were still in. Um, well, the thing is, is they, the thing is, is they never said come outside they said come to your back door so my back door oh. like it was uh. it was just inside my but either way i i just assumed like back door open door go outside and yeah. there's gonna be beautiful in my yard um, <laughs> right right so like, i'm standing there <laughs> i'm standing there getting this whole telepathic download this like this flood of emotions and love and all the stuff there was like no words except for it, it it wasn't even words whenever she said uh you know the all the the almighty message that i needed to hear honey you're not ready yet like that wasn't what she said that was that was the message that was relayed to me and i understood it but i didn't hear the voice audibly say that 
but it was so clear. It was like, honey, you're not ready yet. You know, there's it so was like a download, right? Like a download almost, right? There's yeah. so much more that you have to learn and you have to do. You have a whole healing journey you were on. You have, you know, just a whole awakening. You you're just at the beginning of your journey and communicating with us is only a distraction. You know, that's a you know, we'll always be here. And, you, and you'll see us again, but right now you have other things to focus on. And if we didn't show up and stop you from just being obsessed with this and neglecting everything else in your life, then <laughs> yeah. So, so it was very clear and there was a lot more to the message too. And I wrote down a lot of it, but it was profound. And I realized that, you know, right. It's not that important to try and reach out and communicate with these other beings, you know, and we don't even try to communicate with our neighbors and our family, you know, here we are trying to communicate with things. We don't even know if they exist or not. And yeah, well, you were, so, you were basically, you could say maybe giving your power away to those beings by being so obsessed with trying to mm. connect with them. And like you said, you wouldn't, you probably wouldn't have stopped if they wouldn't have finally uh, done that. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. So, so she phased away and I ran back into the room to check my phone immediately. And there was no text messages on the phone. Like I went through, I'm like, there's gotta be, it's gotta be here. Was it in the deleted folder, you know, and there was no messages. Wow. And the other thing I noticed was that my dog was laying there practically sedated, like just breathing so heavily. And, and she would have gotten up at any time. Like I get up, especially to open the door to go outside in the middle of the night, she would be up. So I realized that like somehow they did something to the dog and that's happened with a number of my experiences. They, the, the dogs always seem to be sedated somehow. But um, so the next night I remember trying to communicate with her again. I was like, I laid down. I said, listen, I understand. I got the message. Thank you so much. Well, I, did this, I said this whole thing, but I would, would like to know your name. Could, could I at least know your name before, you know, we end this conversation and immediately I like almost immediately I heard like audibly, not in my ears, but in my head, this was the first time I've actually heard a telepathic voice. And she said, see, course, pre And I don't know how to spell it, but I tried to write it down with the pencil I had on my nightstand, but I didn't need to write it down because I, I like was burned into my memory. And it, it sounded like an elf from Lord of the Rings. Like yeah. the, the beautiful, that's exactly what they even, they even look like. And like, mm -hmm. I almost wonder if that like the elves that, you know, Lord of the Rings is kind of like true history as well. And mm -hmm. they have like yeah. Middle Earth and all this stuff when there's like this elvish realm. And I almost wonder if like that the elves and Lord of the Rings are modeled after the inner earth civilizations. And when I heard her say that, like all I could think of was Lord of the Rings. So I think there's a lot of disclosure there. Mm, definitely definitely i think and in so many of our movies but lord of the rings is definitely one of them i think star wars like oh divergent mm. one of my favorites right. like there's just so many isn't it there's just truth in plain so sight because it has to be out there and when you're watching them you're watching them for those things aren't you you're watching it to see uh what they say but that's just such a phenomenal story tyler like and the thing is, like, you've had that experience, so you know it. Like, you can tell that experience to someone who might not, you know, they might not have had anything like that before, but you you know for sure. And you know you saw the text message. I mean, that's wild that you, mm -hmm. you go back and you want to bloody find it. You wish you could you screenshot it or something, but it happened. And you just, you know, don't you? It comes down to knowing. Right. Well, and screenshot I thought, would have disappeared. The screenshot would have disappeared too, probably. Right. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, good point. I'm sure, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. they, they're not leaving you with the proof. Yeah. Yeah. The only reason I wanted the proof was to prove it to other people. Like, I didn't need the proof for myself. Maybe I did. Right. Like, But then I realized, like, how, 
like any entity, any being like Sasquatch or whatever, like if you're going out with the intent to photograph them and prove to the world that exists, like they're not interested in that. But if you're out there to connect yes. and truly mm -hmm. genuinely connect, that's when you'll have the experience. If you're, if they decide that, you know, they want to communicate with you, but right. it's not going to be if you you have ill intentions. And so ultimately like that, the text messages not being there was part of the lesson. Like, listen, it's not even about this. Like you had the experience. What more do you want? You know, mm -hmm. you don't need the screenshot, you know? Yeah. Yeah, so, right. totally. Have you had any experiences like that, Aaron? Not like that. Not that I remember at least, you know, uh, maybe I've been mind wiped or something, but yeah, I've had some dreams where I've been on ships and been with ETs and stuff. And I almost wonder if I was there in my light body, you know, and I mm. and not physically maybe, or or I was mind wiped, and that's how it comes through in dreams. I don't know. Um, but as far as I know, I haven't had anything to that degree where it's been like you know crazy like that. But I've had I've had tons of UFO like lights in the sky sightings. I had one where they all lined up in Orion's belt formation coming out of different parts of the sky for a few minutes, stayed there. They were kind of like fluctuating in brightness and then they slowly drifted away back to different parts of the sky and disappeared. Um, kind of like saying, Hey, we're here, you know, yeah. thing. Um, I mean, that's pretty, that's still that's, a pretty profound sighting. Yeah, that's yeah. the most profound that's one I've had was, was the Orion's yeah. belt one. Uh, yeah. And then, you know, being at Iseti, being in Mount Shasta, area Sedona you and any night you look up you're going to see multiple lights uh mm -hmm. that are that are not explainable as you know <laughs> they're definitely not a satellite they're definitely not an airplane they're definitely not uh a meteor or anything explainable like they try to you know the debunkers try to tell you that's all you're seeing no mm. like you know, they 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 power up we call it when they get yeah, really I was gonna bright say, the power-ups yeah they change directions they yeah. change speed they you know they'll respond to you when you ask them to power up right then then they'll power up you know mm, all kinds yeah. of crazy stuff yeah. um and uh yeah i've had a lot of those types of sightings and i've seen orbs a little bit i've seen i think i've seen fairies pretty sure <laughs> um and <laughs> you, you, this is funny because you're like oh there's nothing and then you start listing yeah. all yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> right right well I, I mean as far as like i don't have a crazy story like face-to-face right. -face contact like you but have, still you know. there's there's more than you realize when you start or like people are like oh yeah i walked uh uh there was a reptilian in my or you know a pleiadian right. room and they were just talking to me and telling me the same and then they took me up on their shit i don't have anything like that like mm -hmm. right the super wowing but i have a lot of like these little like i've seen things i um i'm pretty sure i've heard sasquatch you have way more sasquatch experiences than me but pretty sure i've heard them and then i think i've you know they can give off a smell mm -hmm. like a really beautiful smell well amanda and i had that experience at our conference last year where uh we were walking into our cabin and we smelled this like beautiful florally smell and it, there was nothing like it wasn't there before and it wasn't there after that. And there was nothing indicating, you know, where right. it came from. And we're pretty sure that was like a Sasquatch um, doing that because that's a, that's a commonly reported thing that they, they do. Mm -hmm. um, and a Sasquatch is, is kind of like a Bigfoot. Is there a difference? Yeah. yeah it's different names for the same thing. Yeah. Different that's names what I thought. Thing. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. Or yeah, in Australia, thing. I think you guys call it Yowie. Yowie. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. Thing, which they have some of the best footage there. And the, uh, what is it? Springbrook or in Brook, in Springbrook National Park? What's that in Queensland? Oh, maybe. Uh, I actually don't know. I'll have to look it up now. Yeah, yeah. There's like the Yowie Hunters down there. Yeah. Um, but they have like the, some of the best infrared footage that like anyone's ever gotten as far as like all the mainstream you are Bigfoot hunters, you know. Mm. And it's like almost pretty undeniable. Like they got some amazing infrared footage. So uh, it's arguably like the best to date if you're going to like look at it, approach it scientifically. You know, mm. I think there's some better footage out there, but people don't believe like the good footage. Like I think yeah. there's some really clear, <laughs> yeah. there's some so really clear, clear. Yeah. yeah, there's very clear images and footage and but people are like, no, that can't be real. But when it's blurry or infrared, then they're like, okay, well, like I, my mind can grasp this a little more. So I'm going to look into this one. Mm. Um, people won't believe it. And if you, put it right in front of their face anyway you know sometimes mm. like you could lay down the evidence and and if you're if it's going to shatter your paradigm subconsciously you're not going to even see it you know no you won't yeah, yeah. that's right well, you're going to rationalize it away in your own mind of, right. oh i must be hallucinating or oh it must have been this yeah 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 i remember when i um i did a q hht session and the place that i went to so this lady uh awesome woman went to a different place first and then she moved. And so we're in a different house. And I remember going to the bathroom before starting because you're going to be there for a while. <laughs> and I just saw this thing, like it almost looked like, um, you know, invisible man, but like someone walking through the door. So you could see mm. like the, it's like someone was there. And um, I told her and she said, oh, yeah, did you see the other thing in the um, cupboard? I'm like, no. <laughs> but so she'd already seen stuff. But like you, it's a knowing, isn't it? Like you can't like, it sounds like it's made up, but it's not. Like you you see right. these things and, you know, um, and the fact that you guys have been to a SETI ranch, like, I would love to go there. I'm looking forward to that one day and just seeing all the power-ups as well. Like you see them on video, but to be there and just yeah, check it out it's it's a very very unique place i will say that like we've i've traveled a lot and something's going on there like it's undeniable yeah, mm. yeah. also board camp, also board game crystal mine in arkansas it's basically yeah. the same thing it's, it's, like oh, really? it's like another yeah. vortex yeah there's another place in arkansas that's very similar very similar but with a mountain you know, it's well arkansas yeah it is mountains like you're the in the yeah not like mount adams no hell no not yeah. at all but um there's other places but yeah it's it's amazing also and, a crystal uh, mine where you can mine your own uh quartz there as yeah. well mm -hmm. mm. yeah, but, yeah. So yeah where, the, sasquatch. the sasquatch sorry no there, there's sasquatch out there and there's a lot area. of sasquatch yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I was I was gonna say so where I live um is built on a quartz bed. So and no, I didn't nice. learn that till that long ago. I never knew that. So it's interesting. Um, you know what I mean? Like just to to know that as well. So yeah. Maybe you were led there for a reason. Yeah, maybe. Right, right. Yeah. Well yeah. we're we're always where we're supposed to be, aren't we, really? Right. There's yeah, might be crystal absolutely. caverns below you that you're visiting every night, you don't even remember yeah probably. exactly yeah. how have your dreams been lately have they just been off the charts or is that just yes me? yes off the chart so this <laughs> is your so this is even crazier so i i have to tell the story sorry just Good. happened today just happened today i come home oh, from the gym. Yeah. oh cool so I, I came home <laughs> yeah, nobody yeah. has i haven't told i haven't talked to anybody <laughs> oh, since it happened wow 
World so I came, World I came home from World the gym. Premier. It's not that crazy. Anyway, I just got home and I'm walking in the house and I hear this massive rumble in the sky, like this, like it was shake almost you feel in your chest. And the last time, like a couple of years ago, I heard that in my living room and I came out and this stealth bomber was literally flying like so low over the neighborhood. Like it, like people were like coming outside like, whoa, like why was it flying so low? Right. Like over my street. Who knows? So I'm like, I'm getting my phone ready. I'm like, there's some, I'm going to see something coming through the sky. And I hear the rumble and I'm looking, I'm looking and I don't ever see anything. And then my neighbor, like three houses down who I've never talked to before, she goes, did you hear that too? And I was like, yeah. She goes, that's the second one in 15 minutes. And she's like, I have no, I've never heard anything like that before. And I said, that's not just a military jet. She goes, I know it's not. My husband was in the Navy and like, and we know the sound of the jets. I was like, that, that's like, it reminded me of the stealth bomber. And so we start talking and she was like, yeah, there's been black helicopters flying over. And another one, another black Hawk helicopter flew by while we're, you know, while we were there. And, um, we start, I told her how I saw a TR-3B, a black triangle craft. And she's like, I believe you. And we just started talking and talking. And she's like, have your dreams been off the charts lately? And like, what have your dreams been? And like, why she thought to ask me that, and I thought was interesting. And I was like, yeah, actually. And she goes, oh my gosh. She goes, I don't know. Ever since the first of the year, I've had the craziest dreams. She goes, and I think about them all day long, like they're memories. Like, I think I'm really going places. And I'm like, this is amazing. I'm talking to my neighbor and we kept talking and she is totally awake. She's into all this stuff. She knows all the channels, really? everything. It's amazing. She didn't know who we were, but she knew all these other people that we know, like how is she never stumbled. Your neighbor, like your yeah. next door neighbor, two, three houses yeah, down, yeah. but she's three houses yeah. down. Okay. Yeah. Wow. And yeah, her husband's in the Navy and she has all these weird ties to like these royal families, like her last name has been changed. But like she was telling me she's been doing all this digging and like the history of St. Louis and the Freemasons. And we had this whole conversation about everything. And um, it was amazing. And it was just like, who knew all this time? All this like, time, this, yeah. <laughs> this person, like two houses, three houses down from me. But the reason I brought it up is because like the dream thing. I just thought it was so crazy that, you know, she's having like all, collectively, I think people are having these crazy dreams. Oh, there is one more part to the story. Mm. So right after we, all this air traffic, clearly there's something going on with the military. My dad sends me a message that said, you know, I'll just read it to you. Cause I, I don't even remember exactly what it said. He just sent it to me. He goes explosion at the lake. So Lake of the Ozarks is a lake. That's like two, two and a half hours away from me where a lot of people go around here and we have a place down there. And he goes, explosion at the lake. People felt it from the dam all the way up through Osage Beach, shook the houses. He said, some people are saying possible sonic boom from a jet, but I'm not sure if that's what it is. But if we had all this air traffic and all this stuff like heading that way, which it would technically, the way it was all, where it was flying was heading directly to the Ozark area. And then he sends me that text like an hour later, like explosion at the lake. I'm like, what happened? What's going on? Like something, it's all part of this underground war, this covert thing that we don't under, you know, tunnel cleanup, who knows? But uh, this is all just like kind of like big news today. So. Oh, wow. That's huge. Yeah. That's, are you going to go down to the lake now? <laughs> I, I mean, yeah. I don't know what I would find, you know, yeah. there's been explosions here 
that they've they've reported as earthquakes but they were clearly explosions like mm. like my neighbors come out we're all like what was that and everyone collectively like that was no earthquake and then on the news oh earthquake and so, like get out of here yeah. you know something's going on even my aunt who isn't into any of this stuff she's like i thought it was a quarry explosion because they grew up next to buzz and quarry and they would they knew what the explosions were like and she goes mm. i thought it was a quarry explosion but we don't live close enough so even she thought it was an explosion definitely not an earth definitely not an earthquake though definitely yeah. not an earthquake definitely and that happened not. twice in like one year during our first conference you know that year of our first conference so um there's a lot a lot going on on the ground that we just don't really understand you know no, there isn't. Oh, that's that's nuts. That and how's the synchronicity with that with your neighbor? I love that. Mm -hmm. And speaking of conference conferences, you guys have a conference coming up in May. Mm -hmm. Do you want to tell everyone about that? Because and I think is this your fourth or fifth? Okay, third. Third. Okay. Yeah, I'm a bit ahead Third. myself. I'm already time traveled yeah, yeah. to the fifth. <laughs> right. Right. You've yeah, yeah. exactly. Oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> The fifth one's going to be in Australia now. Yeah, now do it. Do hey, it. Hey, maybe. maybe. Yeah, set it <laughs> now. Maybe. All the Aussies listening will be like, come on, guys. <laughs> they're going to be like, dude, you said they're going to have that. <laughs> you know, it's it's oh, already whoa. been on it's already been on file for a long time. We have like such a large fan base in Australia. It's shocking to me. Yeah, apparently. And, we, yeah. and I think, oh, I mean, oh. I don't, I have no <laughs> idea what it'll look like, but Journey to Truth down under would definitely be a possibility yeah. um yeah. one day so yeah who knows <laughs> but the one here in grafton illinois i don't imagine a lot of people from australia will be coming because it's thousands of dollars to get here and an insanely long plane flight but it is may 13th through the 16th and there's an amazing lineup of speakers and anyone who follows our show knows you know uh, Niara isley tony rodriguez brad olson laura eisenhower jackie kenner Jerry Wills, Mason Fury, Alexia Eisenhower, me and Aaron are going to actually be doing presentations. Awesome. Uh, Sherry Divband, I'm sure I'm forgetting people, but. Brad um, Olson. Yeah, I said that. Um, okay. Um, maybe not. Jerry I don't know. Did you say Jerry Wills? I, I think so. Okay. Um, <laughs> but. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> rebelsofdisclosure.com is where all the information is. And we encourage all of your audience to grab a virtual ticket. We do have live stream virtual passes for $88. And that gives you access to the whole conference and a six-month replay. And if you are if you join the Telegram group on the website, you can even ask questions to the presenters at, at the end of their presentation through Telegram as part of like the live stream feature. So awesome. um, if the if they do, if they take questions, you know, at the end of their presentation. So that's just a cool little feature and incentive like to grab a ticket. Cause you can actually, you know, maybe get your question answered. So, um, we're really looking forward to that. And, and we encourage anyone, if you feel compelled at all to join us, you know, we would love to see you there. And, you know, if not, you can be with us in spirit and hopefully we can do it one day down under with yeah, you guys. Absolutely. Or by a live buy a live stream ticket if you can't make it in person um, for 88 bucks, 88 US dollars, um, whatever that equivalent in <laughs> Australian or other. Um, Will there be replays of the live stream for the people who might be asleep as well? Like at that time, you know uh, what I mean? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So it's yeah. it's not like you have to be there during the live. Like you'll get yeah. the, the replay yeah. will be up, uploaded immediately. Yeah. And you can watch that replay for up to six months before your link goes dead. So. beautiful oh that's awesome that is really yeah. cool oh so yeah. good 
Oh my gosh, I could talk to you guys all day, and I would if I could actually. Um, <laughs> and like, I, I know Tyler, you've done this before. Like, I've got a list of all these different topics that we didn't even touch on. So I'll have to sort of sweet talk you and get you back on another time uh, if you're up for it. But um, I just really appreciate you both coming on the show today. It's just been so good chatting to you. You've got so much to share. I know that. Anyone who, um, for some reason, hasn't heard of uh, Tyler and Aaron and the Journey to Truth podcast, uh, definitely tune in, go to Rumble, just search Journey to Truth and you will find these guys. Um, but yeah, how else can people find you guys uh, aside from Rumble? Maybe just share, yeah, your links and everything now. Yeah. So uh, like Aaron said earlier, we have a backup YouTube now. So you can find us on YouTube again, but it doesn't have anything current on it yet. You know, just like a backup yeah. channel. Yeah. And then uh, obviously Rumble, Apple Podcast. And there's a number of other like kind of unknown audio platforms that people can follow us on. And we have a Patreon page now. So there's a that's where we do our exclusive webinars and all kinds of bonus content and stuff that just doesn't go on to our YouTube channels are our main channels rumble um so you can it's only five dollars a month for the patreon and it's a great value if you go on there you can check it out and kind of scope it out and see if it's even worth your time but our, our money but um, we try to make it so you know it's not a bad deal and i mean i've not had a single person yet tell that i've seen say that it wasn't worth or you know we've had people cancel maybe they just didn't say anything but like we've had so many people say they love the Patreon and that how how amazing it is and that you know it's what it's beyond worth their their money so mm. you know well, I mean you five dollars a month uh, which, isn't much right yeah, five bucks a month so or if you put, yeah. five dollars a year uh yeah. so if you pay for a year you're basically getting if you pay for the full year all at once you get basically a free month essentially um and you can sign up as a free member as well and then you get like email notifications and you can like preview each video for like a couple minutes. Um, we have it set to that. So you can kind of get a taste of what you'll get if you, if you want to do that before you commit to signing up. But um, I think if you sign up, you guys will, yeah, it's well worth the money. We try to post the best content we can on there and all kinds of bonus stuff. And, and like said, our, our webinars are on there first and you get to be a part of the live chat with it. And then later on is when we release those uh, publicly and edited a little bit right and then we're in the process of transitioning from our old website to a new website so the website's down mm -hmm. but we're going to come back and it's going to be what it always should have been we're going to you know it's going to be something that encapsulates has everything you're going to be able to find mm -hmm. everything that we do on the website so it's all in one place and you know there's not all these different links and everything and and mm -hmm. uh it's just going to be something that, you know before we had somebody a friend who did it for free and he was a web designer and made us this amazing website, but it was, it wasn't something that we could go in and update. Yeah. So it was like always this third party right. that we had to go. And it was kind of like, it was just so it got frozen so, in the past of like 2020. <laughs> right. Just kind of old. We're like, that's right. not even relevant anymore. <laughs> yeah. So and old links that don't work anymore. Yeah. So we're we're gonna revamp the website, new website, and that that mm -hmm. should be coming. I don't know. It takes a it takes a while to do it right. So that maybe in the next few months we'll have the website up. And you know, there's a lot we're doing. The, the web, our next webinar is the 17 operation, which actually I'm super excited about what we're putting together so far. Excited um, about it. 
it's going to be a whole new take on this that most of the other Patriots and stuff aren't really, they don't come approach it from the angle we are. We're going the journey to truth, woo angle, you know, let's just talk going about, deep. let's talk about all the things that other people are afraid to talk about because it makes them sound crazy. We're going to cover it like that, you know? Yeah, <laughs> so, That right. is awesome. Uh, you, and your webinars are just so good. I know you've had the clone webinar, you've had the hollow earth one, there's another one. What is it called again? The uh, Artaria. 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 Yeah. 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 And then, and then the dumbs. Then we did a voice of God webinar, which we lost with the YouTube uh, takedown. Oh, yeah. And I didn't, I didn't have it, it backed up. So. No, no we're, oh, it was, but it was linked. Well, to, the, it was a YouTube oh, link. Gotcha. And then YouTube actually, yeah. neither of us had downloaded it, unfortunately. So we well, lost it. And interestingly uh, enough, that was a webinar that I did by myself because it was a presentation i had put together by myself yeah, and I, and aaron was in egypt and we were you know was Patreon was new so i was like i just did it but what we're going to do is we're going to kind of revamp it and do it again yeah. together cool. and and just mm -hmm. do it again and make yeah. it better and, and there's some new stuff to cover with it and yeah trust it was meant to be that way so you've got some of the information then you guys can do it together and yeah bring in new like you said it'll be it'll be even better this time even right. better, bigger and better. That's the thing. You guys are coming back bigger and better. And it's just, it's just so awesome to see. You just, um, you have just the amount of information and research and just interviews and everything that you guys have done is just phenomenal. Like I, it just blows me away and it's just incredible that you've done all that. So you definitely got to keep doing it forever and ever um, and just keep <laughs> bringing that information out. It's so good. It's so good. And I love that you have the woo incorporated with the research, like you said, like it's just because it's so multi-layered, you can't just look at it from one mm -hmm. angle. You've got to bring in mm -hmm. as many parts as you can. So yes. So appreciate you guys. Um, so thank you so much for being on. I want to thank uh, you at home for tuning in. Thank you so much. I hope you have enjoyed this episode as much as I have and I hope the boys have too. Um, it's just been so cool um, to, to catch up with them both. So if you do like this video, uh, leave a comment, subscribe, share it with a friend, leave a review if you're listening on the podcast, um, wherever you listen to podcasts. Uh, but again, thank you guys. Thank you so much for being here and being part of the show. Yeah, this was a blast and you have such a bright, positive energy. I love it. And, <laughs> you know, we'll do yes. this again anytime with you. So oh, awesome. Awesome. It's Ooh, done. Yeah. It's done now. <laughs> We're doing yeah, it. All right. <laughs> it takes another email. We'll stay in touch. And we, I, I'd be glad to answer the other questions on your list. So. Yeah, it was a big list. Maybe I should just like, I'll start adding to it because I know there'll be more and more, the more videos. You well, we don't have to go through all the intro next time, you know, yes. people. Yeah. So we can just. Right, right in. Oh, that right. yeah, perfect, perfect. All right, that's done. I'm excited. <laughs> I'm excited. <laughs> Thank you so much, guys. Um, I hope you're having. Uh, well, what is it? It's night time for you guys. So I hope you have a lovely mm -hmm. rest of the evening. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Yeah, and just right. thanks well, good, good day, yeah. and thank you. Yeah, beautiful. <laughs>